Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hey, ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, you are going to love today's guest. She's a dear friend of mine, somebody that I've known for a few years now, and it's been truly such a joy to just watch her reach higher in her faith. And I really do genuinely believe that my life is better because she is in it. And most definitely, this world is a better place because she is in it. If you don't know her, you will want to know her after hearing her heart today. You will want to call her friend and connect with her in any way that you can. She's just a gem, a beautiful soul. Uh, We are going to be talking about She Rises, but not only just She Rises, but really communicating what we believe the Lord is speaking to his church, to the body of Christ, and specifically to the daughters of the King of Kings in this hour. And we just really believe that he is mobilizing his daughters, the church, of course, but this is targeted toward connecting with women in the online space. And so specifically for the daughters of the Lord to just rise up in this hour to find their voice and understand that they have been positioned in Christ to push back the darkness, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, do all the things that Jesus said that he has given us the power and the authority to do in this world in his name. And so with that, I just want to bring on to the show, Sue Coleman. Sue, welcome to the show. It's such a joy to have you. I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, this is your first time as a guest on the podcast. I know that the podcast isn't new to you per se, but uh, it's your first time speaking to the listening community. And wow, I'm just so honored to have you here. So tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're joining us from. Yes. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm just an honor to be a part of this. And yeah, this is my first time being a part of this podcast. I have tuned into yours a number of times, but I've never spoke on here or any other one for that matter. So all the new things happening in my life right now. Yeah. Again, my name is Sue Coleman. I am from central Minnesota. I um, am a wife, a mom, and a grandma, so a very sweet time in my life right now. My husband and I have been married for 33 years this summer. We have two growing daughters, Amber and John, have two little boys, and they live pretty close to us. And so the world of a a four-year-old and a two-year-old little boy has been just really exciting. We raise girls. And so looking through the lens of these little boys has been just (laughs) so new, all about mud. It's all about rocks and making car noises. And, and yeah, there's just no fear in these little boys and it's been fun. So, and then our youngest daughter, she is in grad school right now, hoping to finish up in a couple of years and she is engaged. And so we're looking forward to that wedding. There isn't a date on the on the calendar yet, but that will be soon for her. So let's see. I currently serve at our local church. I'm the administrative pastor there. Came on board 
just under a year. So just learning all, all the things there. I have a heart, just a heart for teaching God's word, particularly I, I right now I do a Bible study with the, the youth, a monthly Bible study with the youth. I have just a passion for just mentoring, you know, young people in their faith and just helping people in their journey and just a passion for, for inner healing and just pointing people to Jesus, just whether through a life group or just one-on-one -on -one conversations, just have a heart to point them in the direction of Jesus. So, yeah, so that's kind of me in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, I love all of that. Definitely a full life, a joy-filled life for sure. And I just have to say, you, you are a fantastic leader. You lead exceptionally well. And one of the things that I just love about you is you allow the Lord to, to use you. I feel like you are such a, a wonderful example of someone and what it looks like to surrender their life before the Lord and to say, here I am. If you can use me, I will say yes to you. I will go wherever you want me to go, meet with whoever you want me to meet with. And I, I also have to say you are such a great teacher. You have such a gift to teach the word of God. And I know that you you really are passionate about God's word. And I know that that's just such a, such a priority in your life. And you're very good at pointing people to the word, pointing to people to truth, pointing people to Jesus. So just echo everything that you, that you just said, because I have had a front row to your life. And so I've seen you actually walk out what you are talking about. So there's a walk to your talk. And I, I think that that's really, really important. So we're going to dive into this week's conversation. Uh, you've been a part of She Rises in some capacity in the past, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. But first, I want to talk about the temperature of the world right now. And I, I think that I don't need to really go into all of the things that are happening in the world. I mean, we would be, I don't know, have to live underneath a rock to not know that there are a lot of things happening, which uh, just seem like at an accelerated rate in the, in the world, you know, yet God calls us to live above those things. You know, I, I always say that I know that it probably sounds redundant. If you've been around the podcast, uh, any length of time, I've said it multiple times that faith isn't denying reality. We don't put our heads in the sand and pretend that life is a bed of tulips. And we, you know, just pretend like nothing's going on because there are things going on in the world. And sometimes life can be difficult and challenging, of course, but God does call us to live above those things. Can you share your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like Susan says, I just echo there, there is a lot of things happening in the world right now. And just a lot of things that are pulling for, for our time and our attention some of the things are good, some of them not so good, and some of them are just things. And, you know, when we just kind of look at the world and the whole picture thing, it seems like things are so out of control and beyond repair. But but the truth is, it's a launching point right now for God to move in, in an accelerated pace. The Bible tells us where sin and chaos exist, his grace abounds all the more. And I firmly, I firmly believe that deception is high right now. And so it, it is important. And we'll talk about this a little bit later to stay rooted in truth, because there is only one truth. 
but but deception is high. But what I love about God, these all these indicators, they've been talked about in the Bible. And again, his grace abounds all the more. And so we can we can be at peace knowing that, I believe. Mm. Oh, so good. And I love that you introduced the truth about these things in the world can be distracting if we are overly consumed and overly focusing our attention on those things. Again, I, I think that faith isn't denying reality, but at the same time, if we're having a steady diet and that's all we're consuming, we forget that God is also at work and God is fulfilling um, biblical prophecies. He's pouring himself out in greater measure in the world. People are being saved. People are being baptized. Lives are being changed and transformed. People are being filled with the spirit. And so I just wanted to point out to the listening community that she did use the word distraction. And so I, I think that it's so important in this hour that we are living in to not allow these things to distract us from also stepping back, zooming out and seeing what God is doing and how he's leading, how he's speaking and how he's moving. And I think that sometimes that even requires us to, if we can't see it, ask him, ask him to, to show you, God, what are you doing? Show me that you are at work. Show me how you're moving. And he will be faithful to do that because he wants, he wants you to see it because it will build your faith. It will help you to feel more secure and deeply rooted in him as you see these changes continue to take place in the world. How do you personally stay informed as a communicator of the gospel, but live above the noise? Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And, and I just love what you said about staying deeply rooted in him, because that's exactly how I live above the noise. <laughs> so I just love that. So first and foremost, I plug in to scripture every day, every morning, that is the first thing that I, I do. It just it, it connects me with him from the get go of the day. And I do in that scripture, I, you know, spend time worshiping and praising him each and every morning. Other things that I like to listen to, there's lots of different podcasts and things like that. Now, it's important to choose carefully what you listen to, who you allow to speak in your life, because not everybody that says they are Christians or are tuned into the Holy Spirit are necessarily. And so it's careful that we guard our hearts and the Bible tells us to guard our hearts. But yeah, I I fill my I fill my mind with the things of the Lord and I'm I'm careful about I very choose very carefully what that what those things are or where I find those sources from. First and foremost, it's from the Bible. Mm. Okay, so I'm thinking about somebody listening today and they're thinking, "Wow, that's a really great way to live above the noise." And even hearing you say and encouraging the listening community, choose wisely, choose carefully what you what you're allowing yourself to participate in, what you're listening to, because there are so many different different things, resources that we could be reading and listening to and participating in. And I love that you said not everything is completely biblical either. I think that we we can easily be distracted and and deceived. I know that you mentioned that word earlier too, into believing that this is that this is good and this is going to benefit me and help me grow in my faith because it has the name Jesus attached to it. And so 
So I'm thinking about the woman that is just really laying a hold of that. And she wants to know, okay, but how do I know what is, what is good for me? How do I discern that? Can you speak into that? Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. So a a good indicator to take a look at first and foremost, talk to the Holy spirit, ask him, can I trust this source? Can I trust this person he will speak to you. He will, and he will download a piece that you can explain when, when you know it is of him. And so talk to him. He's our friend. He's our advocate. He's our guide. He is who we need to like tune into. And it it is such a good question, but to always like, you know, when, when you do hear something or you do read something, always be checking. Is it aligned with the scripture is aligned with biblical truth and not just, oh, this part aligns with biblical truth. This not so much. And it's okay. No, <laughs> if there's a part that doesn't align with biblical truth, it's important just to just disregard that source because that is how deception will seep in to truths and a lie doesn't make it a hundred percent truth. And so it's important <laughs> to stay, you know, in tune to that too. So yeah, the biggest thing would just talk to, talk to the Holy spirit. So let's take that just a step further. So she's the woman listening today is is hearing, okay, so I do have a helper. I don't have to rely on my own sense and reason to figure out, is this good for me? I have the Holy Spirit to help me. He he will lead and guide me. But how do you how how do we know that he's speaking to us? Like how would you describe that if you for you personally, if you had picked up something and you're starting to question, ooh, I don't know. I just read that and I'm not sure that that rests well with me. That doesn't I don't that doesn't land well with me. Like what does is it like something like audibly that you're hearing? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So I don't hear audible voices, but I have this silent, still voice within that will begin to put like a thought in my mind. And the biggest thing to always be tuned into is if it is a condemning thought, God is not a God of condemnation. If it is a thought that empowers you and stirs you to move forward and take an action in a positive, encouraging direction, that is God. Yeah, like I said, no condemnation in God. If you feel like you need to shrink back, or you're feeling like you're unworthy, or anything like that, that is not, that is not of God. God Mm. is good, gentle, he will convict, but it'll be at a conviction in such a way that it will move us forward to do better, to be a person. So good. So good, man. You just nailed it right there. And I think really also remembering that the Holy Spirit is the one the Bible tells us is the one who leads us into all truth. And so he's not going to lead us to do something that's contrary to scripture. And to your point, you know, he's not going to lead us to walk in condemnation. He's not going to lead us to walk in shame. He's not going to lead us to, you know, live a lifestyle of sin. Uh, And he's just, that's just not who he is. And that's not what he's going to do. So good. 
essentially what we're talking about in this episode is that yes, we live in the world, but we are not of this world. Those are two separate things that we just cannot stress enough. I feel like we could do so a whole episode just on this question alone. How can women of faith live in the world, but not allow the world to get in them? Oh, that is, that is a very, very good question. You know, one of the biggest thing that comes into my mind right away is this comparison thing. (laughs) It is so important that we not compare ourselves to other people, because if we're trying to compare ourselves to other people, to conform to different people in the world, we will never fully develop how God has created us to be and to step into all that he has for us. And we end up just chasing worldly things to make us into something that that we're not. And then we have a tendency, what can happen in my own life is when I'm looking at others, I look for affirmation from others too in that process. And the thing is, we need to have our identity wrapped up in God so much so that his affirmations are enough for us. Because if his aren't enough for us, the world will never be enough for us. So we're constantly striving and chasing after things that we were never meant to do. And it can be just overwhelming and exhausting. That's so good. So good. So good. Would you say that the world, if we're chasing things in this world, we're just going to constantly be empty, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, an image that comes to mind is just this hamster wheel. yeah. Yeah, just a never ending running in circle hamster wheel. Your calendars are completely full, but there's no white space. Not that it's not good to be involved with things. But again, those are like distractions that can pull us into directions that are keeping us from fully realizing and fully embracing who God has created us to be. To, to, so to have those moments of quiet and just those secret places that we spend with God on a daily basis is so crucial in this hour. Mm. Oh, I just echo everything that you're sharing. It's so so good. And I feel like that everything that you just shared is such a timeless message. We need to constantly be reminded of that. And so I'm so glad that you went there with that. And I know, uh, as I was listening to you, and and sharing about that we we are living in a in a culture that is very fast paced and very busy and we can easily I mean talk about distractions we can easily become so busy that we're living our lives without any margin and that's just a fast track to being burnt out and there's just we're not then to your point earlier posturing ourselves and spending time with the Lord and allowing him to fill us and staying connected to God. Uh, And I know that just a couple of thoughts that just listening to you that came to my mind, and I know I'm going to step on some toes, (laughs) but I am your anti-hustle girl. I just, I feel like that we live in this culture where we have aligned ourselves with hustle, 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 and somehow we feel like that is healthy and that there's this holy hustle, if you will, going back to what you said, is what I'm hearing is what I'm feeling led to do and how I'm going to live my life. Can I saddle that up next to the word? And can I find biblical support to that? You laid that foundation earlier so well. And so when we think about this hustle culture, do we see that in scripture? Is that how Jesus modeled a person of faith in his early ministry? 
I don't see that in scripture. I don't see him calling us to run with him. He says, come walk with me. And, and I think that to remember that, yes, we are to pursue him. We are to pursue the plans and the purposes that he has for us. But I think to remember that, that God doesn't drive us, he paces us. And I think that those are two different things there. If we feel driven, you know, um, if we're just like, just feeling driven in such a hurried pace, I would I would encourage you to step back and ask the Lord to speak into that and perhaps show you, is there something that you are implementing in your, in your life or your, your schedule that is causing that frantic type of, of lifestyle. Now there are busier seasons, correct? There are busier seasons than others. And so sometimes, you know, just feeling hurried and having a different a much faster pace in life, that particular season calls for that. We all experience that, but it, I don't see that it is being a lifestyle. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you're walking, when you're walking with the Lord, you can have so many things that you're, you're involved with, but when you're walking with the Lord and in his pace, there is a peace. Yeah. There's a shalom peace that you experience and you don't feel the chaotic, frantic, I got to do this. I got to do that. It's more of a, I get to do this. And there's a, there's a difference with that. And so to embrace that, that peace and to just walk in that and, and his peace feels differently than like a world peace type thing. And so, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. The frantic, chaotic, go here, go there, cross off the the task list um, mentality is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And I, before we go on to the rest of our conversation today, I, I also feel prompted to share that if you, in light of the different things that are happening in the world and just the heaviness that it oftentimes can bring, I think that that is also quite possibly the Holy Spirit just prompting you. Maybe you are uh, digesting uh, mainstream media a little too much. I think that there's this, this beautiful balance of staying informed so that we can be praying first and foremost, so that we can be shining our light and, and just, you know, living our lives out loud as a, as a woman of faith, of course, we need to stay informed. But I think that if we're overly consuming those types of things, it gets in us, the world then gets in us, that heaviness gets in us. The news can be very discouraging and very disappointing. It can feel, it can feel alarming. It can feel, cause we're hearing about all these things are, are happening and, and this and that, and, and people are talking about this is going to happen and, you know, wars and rumors of wars and all these different things. And yet I, I just want to encourage you listening community that it is God's heart for you to yes, be aware, but it is not his heart for you to be alarmed and to be fearful and scared of the future, um, scared to live your life. And so if you are beginning to feel like that, I just want to humbly speak into your life. And I think Sue would too, that quite possibly just step back a little bit, turn off the news and don't consume it so much. 
especially uh, things maybe even on social media. There quite even um, possibly maybe maybe some accounts that you need to stop following that that are just discouraging and weighing you down. Um, they're just creating depression and and angst on the inside of you. There is nothing wrong with that. And I think even, and this is probably a, a different conversation, but it just bears mentioning, I'm just following the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Who are you keeping company with? You know, if they're constantly talking about, you know, the, the world is going to hell in a handbasket and, you know, the doomsday type things, uh, you know, and it's creating depression and discouragement and heaviness. Quite possibly, maybe that's a company that maybe you can't have a steady diet of, not that you're, you know, pushing them away and that they're bad people. It's just you are recognizing that, you know what, I'm feeling really anxious and I feel fearful after having spent time with this particular group of people. And so just maybe some tweaking, some adjusting there. And so I, yeah, I, I don't know who needs to hear that, but I definitely, uh, I'm just feeling the prompting of the Holy Spirit to mention that. And like Sue said, that is, that is guarding your heart and you are worthy of that. God wants the very best for you. Yeah. Yeah. And just to add just a, a little tidbit here to that, you know, it's no different than if you're filling your body with all kinds of junk food, you're going to feel crappy. Yeah. <laughs> Same with our minds. And it's so important that what we allow in our minds, because it will affect it will affect the way that we look at people and the world and our futures and all the things. And so, yeah, just that guarding our heart and just really be careful. And, and it's okay not to allow everyone to speak into your life or listen to everything. So yeah. Oh, so good. We we could definitely do a whole nother episode just on that. I feel like that would be so, so timely and a much needed conversation. But continuing on, <laughs> uh, rising above the noise and the distractions that we are talking about and that you are well aware of listening community in the world allows us to hear the Lord more clearly. And that is what we want. That's what we're getting to. Sue, what do you hear the Lord saying in this hour to his church? Mm, so good. So good. I love this question. The gospels talk about wineskins and new wine and particularly Mark um, chapter 222. I really feel like this is a new wineskin season. There has been crushing and pressing and people are being like remade, made new, but there's also a new season that we're stepping in. There's new ground that God is taking and he's asking us to step into that with him. I believe that that he's calling us to step and arise with him in that, to move forward in the direction of what, what he has. We have a choice to make in this, though. Are we, are we going to step into this with him? He's inviting us to do that in this season. A lot of it is things that we have not experienced or seen before. So it's definitely new ground in that aspect, too. But he promises to be with us. He promises to go before us. He will not leave us. And I really feel strongly that that's what he is calling us to do in this hour is to allow ourselves to be made new, but then also view ourselves through that lens. Mm -hmm. um, what worked hasn't worked in the past <laughs> will work in the future. And a lot of those things that didn't work in the past 
He's just, he's raising up a remnant of people, uh, a resilient people. And that resilience is formed when we go through things. So we may feel wind whip and beat up, but we can be encouraged in knowing that that he's using that season to make us strong for what's ahead. Yeah, and I I get excited thinking about this because I don't know about you, but I've been through some things the last few years, heavy things. And you look at what's ahead and it's like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> but yeah, when you yield to the Holy Spirit and you put on his strength and you say, no, I can't, but you can, God. Here, I give you permission. Mm. Oh, man, that whole thing. I mean, you could create a message and preach on that. So good. So good. And, and I do believe that that is what God is saying that. And I think that when you really lean into what you just effectively communicated, that is just really reinforcing what you had mentioned earlier, that if we're so consumed and distracted by all these other things, we aren't able then to see what God is doing and where he's going and this new ground that he is taking and that he's inviting us to also join him in taking that new ground. And oh, so good. So good. This year at She Rises, we're focusing on rising up, knowing that the glory of God is upon us for such a time as this. Ladies, we are alive on the planet for such a time as this. There's a reason why you weren't born a hundred years ago and that you are alive in the world right now. You have something lying on the inside of you that the world and the body of Christ needs. There's God-given potential, God-given gifts lying on the inside of you. He has called us, including you, his warrior bride. What does that mean to you, Sue? And how can women lean into that? Yeah, yeah, so good. I love this question. And, and the thing that pops into my mind um, as you ask it is in Ephesians 6.10, that God talks about the armor of God. And we have been equipped and given everything we need to move forward as women warriors in Christ. The thing that we need to just remember is to step back again and not listen to the noise and just look through the lens of heaven, look at the armor of God and trust it and trust it and make that choice. Am, am I that person or am I not? Because we get to make that choice. Is my identity in God or is it not? It's a simple decision, but yet it's complicated to implement. And this whole time we've kind of been talking about, it's important to what we surround ourselves in because we will become like our surroundings, we will become what we hear all the time. And so it's just important to look at ourselves as the bride warrior of Christ, mm. to see ourselves through that lens, through his lens. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, you know, when, when you talk about that, we've been given everything that we need to move forward. I, I just, man, I could just sit in that. I feel like I could just sit and just, I mean, Selah, pause and let's just sit in that for the next 10 years. I mean, 
so good. It's like we've already been given everything that we need. And I love that you said you use the word already. We're not trying to earn it or achieve it, or one day I'm going to have what I need to be able to step into the things that God has for me. He's already given it to you. It's it's in you. And, and I think that that's the thing that we're really just sensing this year for She Rises is just this awakening on the inside of us as as the warrior bride to, to understand that it's already been given to you. It's lying within you. And for that to be awakened on the inside of you and for you then to take it the next step and to take some steps forward, because like Sue just said, you've been given everything that you need to move forward already. <laughs> all It's already there. And I think that it bears mentioning that it will be, it will probably feel uncomfortable. It will feel unfamiliar. There will be a stretching that takes place. You will probably feel maybe a little anxious. You'll hear whispers of fear. I think that, and I speak for Sue, that we want to encourage you and see you equipped and empowered to not let those things hold you back. Because I think that so often we we get this mixed up that when I don't feel these things, then I will move forward. Then I will say yes to God. Then I will believe that he's calling me forward. And then, so we just sit on the sidelines when God is calling us to the front lines. And so it, it isn't, it isn't that we won't feel fear, that we won't have doubts, that there will be days that maybe you'll feel like I have more questions and I, it seems I have answers and all these different things. It's what you do with those things that matters, not waiting for those things to be completely absent in your life before you can follow God. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. And just to add to that too, a little bit, it's in the obedience that yeah, God, come on. Um, his, his power is unleashed in obedience and trust, but it's an active obedience. It's it's giving voice to it, but then also stepping into it, moving and God, I don't understand, but I'm going to obey you and I'm going to trust you anyway. Um, God, this is awful feeling. This is uncomfortable, but I'm going to trust you anyway, because I know that you are good. You are in control and you, you promise in Jer Jeremiah that I have a future full of hope. And so we take hold of that promise, regardless of how our feelings how we're feeling, because sometimes our feelings can be a little bit deceptive too. And so to just know who God is and obey him because yeah. he won't lead us astray. Oh man, man. I just want to repeat that because that was, that was really powerful. His power is in acts of obedience, man, that that could preach all day long. So, so good. And, you know, I'm thinking about what is it? Joshua one nine, where he says, therefore be strong and be courageous. So, you know, it's, it's, it's understanding that within you, Christ in you, the Bible says that the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is alive on the inside of you. I mean, think about that. We may not be humanly able to wrap our minds around that, but we activate our faith to believe that what we're reading in scripture is true. It's true for you. It's true for me. And, and to be able then to understand and activate that part of ourselves and understand that, you know what, in him, 
I can look past these giants that are standing in front of me that want to hold me back and I'm going to lay a hold of truth. I'm going to look past these giants that are wanting to hold me back and intimidate me and kind of bully me into a corner, muzzle my voice, and I'm going to lay hold of the promises of God, and I'm going to choose obedience. Man, you said that, I don't know, like two or three different times. It's a choice. Man, God has given us a choice, and He he's really hoping that you will exercise that free will of choice to choose him, to choose to believe him, and step forward in, in him and all the things that he has for you in this hour. Wow, so good. Mm. All right. So as we're wrapping up our conversation uh, this week, you've been a part of She Rises in the past. We've already established that. What has been the impact on your life? Mm, yeah, She Rises has been so good. The first She Rises event that I was at was in September of 2020. I was coming off of a very broken season and I went alone. Uh, but the beautiful thing about she rises as I was alone, but I did not feel alone. I walked in and I felt something. And I know now that that something was the Holy Spirit. Susan and her leadership and the people that um, she invites to take part in these conferences are spirit-led and hosting Holy Spirit He's present and he is there. And like I said, I came alone, but I was not alone. And I remember standing there and it was during an invitation, a salvation invitation. And oh, everything around me kind of went silent. And in my, not an audible voice, but in my, in my um, still small voice within, I heard the Lord invite me. Do you receive me as your Lord and Savior? And at the moment, I didn't even quite understand what that meant because I had grown up in the church. And I'm like, God, I've been doing this. I did this. I did this. And I gave him all the reasons. And when I already did this, and he asked, no, do you receive me as your Lord and Savior outside of everything else? Put everything else aside, but look at me. Do you receive me as your Lord and Savior? And at that moment, I just felt his presence like never before. and. Um, I did. There was that peace. That peace just flooded me. And I'm like, yes, I set everything aside and um, I got saved. And it was so crazy because you know, all these things ran through my mind. I did this. I did this. I already did this. I've made myself sin free. You know, I thought it was my own savior. But the Lord in that moment, he said, I don't want your things. Oh, baby girl, can I have your heart? And I'm your heart. And the atmosphere was there in such a way that, yeah, I I was able to yield to the Holy Spirit, to fully hear him and his invitation of what it looked like to be a daughter of the king. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just, yeah, just beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, uh, I just thank you for sharing that. I I love hearing testimonies of how women encountered Jesus and just the impact that that they have had in their own life, the transformation and so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And here you are, you know, uh, it wasn't the, the thing is, is um, my heart has never been to just 
host an event, to fill up the calendar, to say, look at me, I'm doing something for the Lord. I, I want to host the presence of the Lord. I want to host the presence of Holy Spirit well. Mm -hmm. And I want to make room for him to be able to move and for women to be able to encounter him because that's what it's about. You know, it's not the Susan show. And so I think that that's such a powerful testimony of, of just meeting with the Lord and it forever changed the trajectory of your life. Uh, and so I'm really excited that Sue is going to be one of our guest speakers at the She Rises Women's Conference in May. The dates uh, for this year's women's conference is May 17th and the 18th. If you are new to She Rises, She Rises is a two-day annual conference uh, that I host every year. It's a Friday night and then a Saturday. Uh, and so I bring in uh, speakers that the Lord places on my heart. And it's just a fantastic time together, spirit-led worship and transforming messages and um, really hands-on ministry. We make ourselves available to come alongside women and pray with them. Uh, if they have that desire and they come forward and they want prayer for something, but it's, it's just always powerful how God moves. And so if you've never been to never been to a She Rises conference, we are personally inviting you um, to join us. You can find all of the details that you need for that by simply clicking the link in the show notes, which will take you to my website. And once you're on the website, you can just click the 2024 events tab and everything is there for you. But why would you, Sue, encourage women to set aside this weekend in May to join us? Anytime we, you know, intentionally set aside time to spend with the Lord, he shows up. And when we expect him to move in ways that we ourselves can't move, he, he will show up in that. In this women's event, we're surrounded by people who are hungry and thirsty for truth and expectation of, of knowing God. There is a hunger to know God in a deeper way. And I just believe when we surround ourselves with people who are hungry for more of God, he will show up and he will not disappoint in that. But it's an, it's an intentional thing. It's a, it's a, I invite you to pray about it. Ask Holy Spirit, is this something that you would have for me? And even if you're unsure, even if you don't have someone to go with, you won't feel alone when you're there. But he will answer that question of, you know, should I or should I not go? He has called us to be in community. And it's an awesome opportunity to do that, to grow relationships. Will it solve all problems? No. But I believe when you come together with other believers that yeah, he will empower us to move forward. And we will have that strength because with the Holy Spirit is never, okay, we did this. I'm all fixed, ready to go. But there are steps that we'll have to take, actionable steps afterwards that we take to continue to move forward in him. And we will meet some relationships. We'll meet friendships. We will have more tools in our, in our back pocket to move forward in that. So I would encourage everyone to take part in that. Mm, yeah. And I think just a couple of comments before we conclude here, but I think, you know, what what you receive, you know, what God imparts unto you, you're going to take back with you to your sphere of influence. In other words, 
in back to your home, back to your church, back to your community, and just the far-reaching impact, because what he does in you, he then wants to do through you. Uh, and so to Sue's point, just, you know, being intentional about putting yourself in the room, I think is, is so, so important. And I know that I know that you have just really enjoyed hearing Sue uh, on this week's podcast. And she's, like I said, she's going to be one of the speakers this year at the Women's Conference. And I tell you what, she is carrying a message that is a timely word in due season for not only the body of Christ, but for us as women of faith in this hour. Uh, I believe in the message that she's carrying. And so position yourself in the room to hear what God is speaking to, to his servants. Uh, and you will, you will walk away changed and then carry that into your sphere of influence. But with that, Sue, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. It's been so good to have you look forward to having you back in the future. I just feel like you were, you were made for this. So, um, ladies, thank you for tuning in. It's always an honor to connect with you here in the online space. Have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you right back here next week. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much. And I'll catch you right back here. Same place, same time next week.